Hello, friends. This is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. And I appreciate you joining me today. For information about my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, published newspaper articles, or to contact me, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. This podcast reaches around the world with listeners in 26 countries, thanks to the monthly gifts from Mary Mitchell Stein, Colin Melissa Johnson, Deanna Carraway, Laura Jane Elder, and Tammy Brown, and special gifts this month from Bill and Patty Johnson. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Patronage or Become a Patron at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the Follow button to be the first to know when new episodes are released. Always remember, don't just listen. Partner with God and practice. Welcome, everyone. This is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby, and um, I want to say a shout out to those who are first time listeners. I want to welcome you to the Kathleen Maxwell Ramby podcast, The Gathering Bringing God into Everyday Life. And for those of you that are my regular listeners and supporters, um, I just want to say I hope you're sharing some of these podcasts with friends and people that you come in contact with. I think God you know, puts people in our lives and situations in our lives. And sometimes these podcasts might be something that could bless other people. So please feel free to share. And as always, I love hearing from my listeners. Um, Today's podcast is The Real You. We're going to talk about who you really are. The last uh, month or so, I have really been what I call marinating in Psalm 139, and it was a passage I had read and studied years ago, and um, I love the Psalms, so I frequently go back to them, but um, I've really been just fixed on this passage recently, and God has just been speaking some different things to me, and you know, what he showed me is that we need to always be upgrading our identity. And the reason is because we move into different seasons. We move into different areas where God uses us. We move into different circumstances. And so understanding who we really are and partnering with God in that, I think is very critical to so many things. Our emotional well-being, as well as just equipping us for the works and things and plans and purposes God has called each one of us to. So let's look at this. I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation and the NIV. I want to start, though, at Psalm 139 and verse 13. And um, before I do, let me just pray. Father, thank you for this time together with listeners from around the world. And just speak to us, God. Um, Just speak through me to each heart that is listening because you love us all so dearly. And so help us grasp that. Give us another layer of understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so Psalm 139, verse 13, in the Passion Translation says, You formed my innermost being, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside. You wove them all together in my mother's womb, Wow. Okay, right then and there, you didn't just happen because your parents had sex or two people had sex. 
You were created for God's purposes. He saw you being formed. He intricately wove things together for you and for me. And the problem is I think that people believe a lie about themselves. I know for years I did. I believed a lie about myself. I didn't have a clue who I was. I didn't really like who I was. And um, I really dealt with, and I didn't realize it. I wouldn't have ever known it until later on in my life. And I had gone to a seminar and realized that really I did have some self-hate. I didn't like my personality. I didn't like my looks. I was always trying to be somebody else that I was never going to be. And when I began to embrace and say, oh, wow, God, this is how you made me. And you want me to be a woman with a strong personality. You want me to be who you created me to be. It was such a freedom when I embraced and just confessed myself hate is sin and just said, God, I don't like this, this, and this about me, but Lord, um, here I am. I'm yours. I want to be who you called me to be. Forgive me and reshape my thinking. So it was a real paradigm shift for me. And for us to realize that God wove us together, he knit us together in our mother's womb. Um, you know, when you knit, and I have done some knitting, I'm not very good at it at all, but um, I have done some knitting. It's very intricate. Each little stitch matters. And so when we can grasp and see that that's how God put us together. So moving on to verse 14, it says, I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Um, <laughs> I think my husband would say, yeah, that woman I'm married to is pretty complex. He probably would definitely agree with that scripture for sure. Um, but are you really thanking God for making you the way you are? Do you really see your value and love who you are? I want to ask you those questions. And I want you to think about that for a minute. I'm going to pause. Until you do, you can't really love others well. We have to love ourselves before we can love others. And we have to agree with God. And I will say this is so true. I had a heart to love people. I had a heart to help people. But until I began to really love who God made me and embrace that he had made me the way he had made me for his kingdom purposes, I really wasn't that good at loving my family and friends and those around me. It revolutionized my thinking when I began to embrace who he had made me to be. So moving right along, let's go. And this is verse 14. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, O oh Lord. And you may not think you're very pretty. I, I don't know that I can really say I think that I'm breathtaking or marvelously breathtaking. But that's how God thinks about us. And it, like David says here in the Psalms, it simply amazes me that you think about it, how thoroughly you know me. And sometimes we may not feel very pretty. We may, may not act very pretty. But do you know the Lord just looks down at us and says, that's my girl. 
That's my boy. There they are. They're trying. They're, they're using what they can, their resources. They're growing to know more about me. Oh, yeah, they're believing a lie in that area, but I want to come along and reveal truth to them. And the Lord comes alongside of us, and, and He wants to reveal truth to us so we can partner with Him in a greater capacity. And, you know, when you think about David and who he was, he was not a perfect man. But he did know his identity, and he found it in God. He uh, was not a saint or perfect. I mean, if you really look at it, he committed adultery with Bathsheba. Um, he had her husband murdered. So he wasn't a perfect man, but he was a man that loved God, and he was a man that kept pushing toward the things of God. And he spent time with God, and he worshiped God. And so I think what we have to look at is not our failures. When we fail or we sin, we need to confess that to God, but then we need to get right back up and realize that the Lord loves us right where we are. Let's look at this from the NIV version, these two verses. It says, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. When I first read that a number of years ago, I didn't know who I was. I didn't have a clue. And I had to confess to God right then and there. Uh, you say that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, God. You say that you've made me to be somebody wonderful. And the scripture says, I know that full well. I just had to admit to God, get gut level honest and say, I don't know that. I don't feel that. I don't see myself that way. So God changed my thinking, revealed truth to me. And I will say, God was so faithful to begin to take me up on that and show me who he had really created me to be and why he had created me to be the way he had created me. See, I had gotten my identity and what I did. I'd gotten it in my occupation. I'd gotten it in my motherhood. I'd gotten it in being a wife. And so at the end of the day, those things were just things I did. They were not who I really was. And that's what I feel like God is wanting to reveal to us as a body of Christ. Because the more that we know who we are, how he formed us, what he wants us to do in life and be who we are, then we're going to be so much more fulfilled. We're going to be in alignment with him. And we're going to be doing things that we're passionate about and helping other people. So, because he's formed us, he formed, it says in verse 15, you even formed every bone in my body when you created me in this secret place. You carefully and skillfully shaped me from nothing to something. You were his dream. He, dream, he dreamt about you. I can just see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit saying, wow, we need, we need a girl that's going to be born in this era, that's going to be a woman in this time in life, and this is what we need. I can just see the three of them having a conversation about you, about me, as they were projecting forward just the things they were going to need. And friends, it is so important. I feel like we are living in such a critical time. I am so excited to be living in the days we are living in because I feel like there's so much 
that there is that God wants us to do to show others who he really is. And it's important that we're about that each and every day. But you are somebody. You're, sometimes life circumstances can make us feel like we're a mistake, can make us feel unloved, can make us feel like we're not really very special, that we're abandoned. I know when I was widowed and lost my husband, it, it was a hard time because a man that had loved me the most was gone. And my parents were not doing very well physically. Um, they were struggling. And so it was almost like the three people that were the closest in my life and had been for all of my life were, were not there for me. And it was a real time I had to just lean on the Lord's love and look to Him. But it, we can feel unloved. We can feel forgotten. When I was widowed, it's kind of like I felt forgotten in a sense. But that wasn't what God had for me. And it says in verse 16, You saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I'd ever seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Friends, we can rest in his love for us. And it's important that we know how dear and how special we are and who we are called to be in every season of our life. I feel like God's got some things ahead for me. And I feel like one of the reasons I have been spending time in Psalm 139 just reading it over and over in different translations. And I think sometimes when we read it, we read it out loud. We read it slowly. God speaks different things to, I know, my heart. And so I want to encourage you to take this passage and read it over and over again. It says in verse 17 and 18, Every single moment you are thinking of me. How precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh my goodness. To think that we're being thought about all the time. To think that God is considering our hearts, considering where we are, considering our struggle, considering what we're doing right, um, wanting to help us when we're, when we're trapped, it seems like, or we're sinning. He's still thinking about you and me. You know, when I fell in love with uh, my late husband and my current husband, when I fell head over heels in love, I thought about I thought about my future husband. I don't even know how many times a day, but quite a few. And to think that God has that kind of love for us where he's thinking about us all the time is incredible. God knows what's going on in our thoughts and he knows what's going on in our lives and he hasn't forgotten about you. He hadn't forgotten about me. You are precious. You're dearly loved. You're not a mistake. And the more we understand this, this gives us confidence. You know, the world knocks us down. Life can happen. Tragedy can happen. Pandemics can happen. We can lose our job. Um, we have a rift in a relationship. We make a terrible mistake. And we can get knocked down. The world knocks us down. But God says, get back up. Embrace who you are. Partner with me. Confess your sin. And let's get on and step in to your destiny. So who are you in God's eyes? 
I just want to read this over you. And I want you to just take a moment to close your eyes and just let this wash over you. And then I'm going to close in prayer. You are priceless. You're a masterpiece. It doesn't matter how you look in the mirror. God calls you radiant and sees your inner beauty. You are loved. You are royalty because you're part of the royal family. Jesus is your king and you're his son and daughter. You are his friend. He calls you friend. You are his treasure. He sees your potential. He believes in you. You were worthy of his love and the great price he paid. Father, thank you for how intricately you made us. Lord, how complex you made us. Father, that you knit each one of us together in our mother's womb. And you not only call us your children when we give our hearts to you, but you call us your friends. And so, Father, help us to grasp in a greater degree how you see us. Help us to embrace how you made us and be who you've called us to be. And I just pray, God, for anyone right now struggling with self-hate, that they would confess that as sin. Just do that right now if that's you. Father, thank you that you cleanse us from anything that's not right in our hearts and you love us just the way you are. And so, Father, I just declare today that each listener and myself that will partner with you to be who you've called us to be in this next season of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you, friends, for listening, and I'd love to hear from you. So shoot me an email at Kathleen Maxwell Ramby. Oh, no, Kathleen Maxwell one at gmail.com. And you can always go to my website and contact me at Kathleen Maxwell Ramby.com. And you can see interesting news, newspaper articles, and information about buying the book. Have a great day. Love to all.